0: And welcome to Down the Alley. This is PMAC. And Ted
1: Sparidis calling
0: in.
2: And Katie Sparidis.
0: And uh, yeah, new first time in the new studio. Ted calling in from his house. Uh, we're on our dining room table. Little circle situation. Um,
2: Which they say, they say not to do. They say don't sit and work at your kitchen counter or your kitchen table and... We don't
0: really have a choice. <laughs> yeah, we have, we have no choice.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's uh, one of those things that you just have to learn to adapt. Uh, the world has changed, and um, yeah, it's not an excuse to not get the job done, um, and it's not our ideal setup, but, um, you yeah, know, that's the way it goes.
0: Yeah, no excuses. Um, do we want to do a Zoom call? in the future. How, do you know how that situation works for maybe like I a podcast? Use,
1: I do know how to use Zoom. Uh, and I'm, I'm definitely uh, down to do that. I think if you have a free account, you can only go for 40 minutes before it cuts you off. Okay, um, but we could look at, look into getting a, a paid account for the time being. If, if we feel like we're going to usually talk longer than that, but
0: um, I feel yeah, like I we be, could
2: uh, we could um what's the word consolidate.
1: Yeah, I think that'd be good. Yeah,
0: maybe something to look into in the in the future. Um I think probably the first topic um that's at least on my list is the most recent MSHSL no a. No a. No a. Um, update to the season. Um, I, I, I believe we discussed this a little bit off the air, but um, it looks and sounds like the high school season is suspending to at least May 4th and not canceling, which you know keeps, um, keeps the potential of the season, um, you know, in, in play. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's
1: um. It's, it's nice to see that they they um, you know postpone instead of uh, instead of just outright canceling you know right away. Um, and, and I think a lot of people were hoping that that was um, I guess that was the the route that they would take. So um, it's it's nice to see, and at least then at least then they can make. You know, a more informed decision come May fourth, uh, and and you know we'll see what happens. Nobody really knows. I feel like like we've talked about this a couple times. Every hour it seems to change, and um, you know, so it's it, to outright cancel something without a lot of knowledge of you know next week or next month. Um, you know, there's still a season to be salvaged at this point. I think before we get to May fourth. If we're not back by then, I could I could foresee them canceling at that point. Um, but a good deferral, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, no, I would agree. Go ahead, Katie.
2: I I think you're right, Ted. Of like, I think the information that they have right now, it that was a smart decision, in my opinion. Whether it's people are going to chirp me or whatever, but I think things have. I, I understand why things have been canceled, but some of these things, I feel like they were preemptively canceled. And like Ted, you said the kind of your analogy is like, everybody's just watching the guy in front of them jump and they're jumping too. And, and I'm sure the thought and the deliberation and, you know, it's not a careless act. I'm sure there's a lot of care that are gone into these decisions, but you know, if, if the MSHSL just sat around and was like, no way. Yeah. (laughs) was like, no, we're probably just gonna cancel anyways. But I'm a, I, I'm almost appreciative that there's still dangling something, because those the players, us, the coaches, it, it just gives that little bit of false or sorry hope. If it's false hope, it's still hope in my opinion. And you're right, we can wait, hold hold the phone here and hold tight until we can really make an informed decision and before we like scrap it all together. Um, I mean yeah. that gives them a month you know f- six weeks before the state tournament that they could get in a good number two two four six like twelve games if you really did it, you know, or yeah. like ten with two play in games or something I think there's that gives them plenty of time. Obviously, it's not ideal, but plenty of time to get some sort of ranking in place. You know, this team plays that team, this team does this, and you get your couple, you know, maybe um, it just sticks to conference games at this point, Um, but it's like you play everybody. Maybe you don't even get to everybody, but.
0: Yeah, and one point I had on this was I, I had, I have three written down, but it might be four. I can't remember now. Um, of minimum games, it's only I think like it's three. It's
2: Wait, only was I with you when we were we, talking about yeah, that? we were
0: talking about this. Yeah. It, it, it's like it's, it's three. only three games
2: for it to be like a legitimate a legitimate
0: season. season. So if the, if they get three games in regular season, boom, that's a season, and then they can jump in again. Not ideal, not what you know we would normally hope for or or expect, but in a situation like this, hey, if we only have two weeks. Get three games in and jump into playoffs.
1: Yeah, I think that's um, that's sort of a benefit of, I guess, the Minnesota season being so late. I mean, usually it's sort of a it's kind of a negative thing, or a kind of a downer for us that we go so late in, in, in a traditional year. But right. um, now I think if it does buy it bought us a few weeks, like considering many parts of the country were starting in March first. We would have been completely wiped out um, with this thing, but we haven't. You know, tomorrow is the first. Um, and I, I don't know when this will air, but whatever day, you know, the, the uh, March thirtieth is like the day one of lacrosse. So even if it bumps, like we said, four weeks, yeah, we still have over half of a season to play. Um, and we can play. You know, we can maybe squeeze games in or, or whatever. Um, it certainly, it certainly helps, and yeah, three games is the minimum. And I think people at this point are are realizing like you know we'll we'll take whatever we can get, and if it's a three game season, it's a three game yeah,
2: season. Yeah. Hey, we won't have to worry about canceling for snow probably in May.
1: Yeah, not this year. No, <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't jump that far. Away. Yeah,
2: I know, but at least it's like most likely in May. Weather may, no pun intended, not be a factor. You never know, though. It's Minnesota.
0: You never know. Um, You know, one thing, you know, talking to different people, you know, what are your thoughts? Um, You know, people have been preparing for an April 1st, you know, start training. You know, they ramped things up. Now it's died off. You know, the risk of injury, the risk of, um, you know, guys not being in shape and then jumping into a season um, kind of full goal, you know. I heard some. I think it might have even been the Spit and Chicklets guys, you know, talking about the NHL players. It's like they're in season, then they're ramping down. Like then their season got shut off. You know, how are they going to ramp back up and get into another season if they start in May or June?
1: Yeah, you know, it's. Um, I think it's just uncharted territory for for everybody, um, and I think I think what will happen is it will just sort of. Go back to kind of early season lacrosse. I mean, um, and and for us in Minnesota, it's there there hasn't been any really lacrosse played at this point. So like, we're just delaying the set and and, or the the start of the season. Sure. For 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 pro sports, obviously they were already in it, um, and and then they got to find a way to kind of get back. So you might see, you might just see some of those little injuries that you see early in the season or just some of the early season mistakes. Um, And, and then they get, you know, but they're, they're pros. Like they'll, they'll get back into, into things pretty quickly. Um, As far as like the high school guys and gals that have been, you know, putting the work in, I think it's, it's going to be a very difficult, uh, it's a a difficult test of um, just discipline and fortitude and, um, understanding that like you make, like you, you have this, this, I don't want to say free time cause they are still doing online school, but they have this kind of this time to themselves where nobody's watching and nobody's telling them to, um, to do anything. Like they're just basically sitting there being like, all right, I, I can either continue to work out or I can just sit and assume that the season's going to get canceled and you know, I think it's going to be the person, the people who are disciplined and the teams who are disciplined and yep. hold each other accountable are going to, if we do end up playing, um, are going to be in a situation of, of strength come that day.
0: I would agree. You know, it it'll show. You know, you know the teams. You know, if if they do get a season, the teams and the players who have taken this time to, you know, keep their stick in their hands somehow, continue to work out, continue to run any way they can, those players, those teams, you know, it'll it'll show.
2: I think this is a good chance for, like, the mental toughness of, like, yeah, I know that like us, at least, I mean, my emotions have just go in like such waves through everything of, of just like our own lives kind of thing. But, you know, this is for a teenager, a high school player at this point, trying to understand and wrap their head around whatever is happening in the world and our society and, and civilization for that matter. But at the same time, it's like, you know, maybe they're quick to wallow and be upset and angry just like we all are but at the same time it's like yeah who are those kids that are keeping themselves like mentally sharp getting their schoolwork done keeping a routine for their for their bodies and their minds you know versus the kids who maybe they're just getting out and taking a walk with the family or walking the dog it doesn't even necessarily have to be lacrosse but versus the kids who are sleeping till noon or one sitting on their phone till three playing video games till four in the morning, you know, and just kind of like living that kind of route where it's like, that's not a healthy, a healthy way of living for like a sustainable way of living to get things done for really any person. And it's like, they, um, you know.
1: Yeah. I, um, I was thinking, kind of as you were saying that too, you know, obviously, we don't have to go into the MSHSL bylaws here, but I know that they um, they basically have like extended the blackout date um, until whatever the May fourth. So, like a coach can't say like, "All right, I want everybody to oh, yeah. be doing this workout or right. you know doing this wall ball routine." Like, they, there's no you know, like the coach can't step in and basically start the season unofficially. That's so kind of interesting. How do you guys big... feel
2: about that first? Not to cut you off, Ted, you can finish your point, but like, that's kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, I, I think originally they were going to let them do that. And then they, they postponed all spring sports until that day when school's back. Um, and so I think, I think it's probably good. Um, you know, obviously, the high school rules can be frustrating sometimes, but the rules are in place because somebody will break them right. or somebody has broken them. And so there's, there, you know, there's always one bad egg or a couple bad eggs out there that would be telling kids to go outside and get together and, and yeah. they would have no sensitivity to the situation that we're in. Yeah. Um, so I think it's better to have the rule um, and, and err on the side of being strict. So I think, it probably makes the most sense to me. If you're not going to start the season, then, you know, you, you don't start to either start it or you don't start
2: it. Yeah. That's kind of what I thought. Like it probably just like would be a, a you know, a, a another chance for kids to like get together in a group, which is what we're trying to avoid.
0: Right. Yeah. I don't think I, 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 th- I would agree with both of you, you know, it needs to be shut down there. You, we can't support or promote any, you know, groups, group workouts or anything. Um, does that include like a coach sending out um, like personal workouts that a player could do on by themselves, or video um, to watch I by themselves?
1: I, I don't know exactly what what's allowed. I don't think uh, if it's the extension of the off-season rules that right. coach can cannot discuss anything lacrosse related with a player, whether that's uh, like work workouts anything or any live in person training, um, but where I was going with my point yeah. was since the coaches can't um, can't be involved, I think this is going to really um, test but also show like which teams have real captains and real leaders mm-hmm. um, in their in their senior group and their senior upper classes, um, you know, because you see, how how the upperclassmen handle this situation could have a really big impact on where the team is at come May 4th should that team be back, those teams be back on the field. You know, if everybody checked out, um, is everybody like, well, you know, whatever, we're on to bigger and better things now, we're on to different things, or, you know, has has the captain group or the senior group engaged with the younger players, you know, made it feel like the team is still together, Um, you know, are they doing stuff, you know, maybe they're posting on their social media that they're out going for a run. Well, if if your top guys are doing that or your top girls are doing that, then then everybody will follow that. Right. Um, if if, if, if your top guys and gals are pouting about the circumstances, you know, sitting on their butt doing nothing, you know, then I think that trickles down as well. I agree. So, um, I think this is going to be, you know, I always I try to, I, I'm a positive person. I'm an optimist by nature. And I always try to, it, it, I, I'm as frustrated as everybody, anybody about this whole situation, but I always try to find the positives and the silver lining. And what an opportunity for these leaders on every team to have a real world test of leadership when they're senior in high school. Yeah. Um, you know, does it suck that their season got postponed? Yep, it does. But this, this lesson and how their their opportunity will, it will be useful 10, 20, 30 years down the road. Um, and because, you know, as we all know, um, life does not get any easier and there's always things that happen and there's always things outside of our control that happen to us and we have to, you know, it's, it's not what happens to you, it's how you respond to it. So a really cool opportunity for in leadership positions with their peers to handle this, as well as just kids going through this just like we are, you know, like just handling an adverse situation that's not ideal.
2: Right. No, I agree completely with that.
0: You know, another, you know, not a lot going on in the lacrosse world in general during this time, but, you know, something that uh, I think we've, you know, started to see is, you know, a couple players declare. For the PLL draft, you know, the NCAA came out and gave, you know, everybody and, you know, another year of eligibility. You didn't, you didn't lose it. You know, you, you have another year next year. um, But, you know, not every senior, not every fifth year senior, um, you know, is going to be able to use, you know, this year for a variety of reasons. You know, I've, you know, do they have, you know, a grad school? You know, some some colleges don't have a grad school. So if they're graduating they won't be able to, you know, kind of continue their education. You know, some seniors got, you know, jobs lined up. You know, in a couple of months, you know, that they may be starting. So, you know, seen, you know, some some guys and gals, some athletes are going to be able to use that extra year. Others aren't. And in the lacrosse world specifically, you know, a couple of players have said, you know, just came out and said, hey, you know, we're not we're not going to use. You know our our extra year, um, yeah, and we're declaring for the PLL draft just like you would see in you know the NBA or the NHL or or not 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 so much the NHL but more so the NBA and NFL.
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, I think at this point, this is probably more due to them having their studies completed and they just are like, "I'm just going to go and move on with my life," and it really stinks that. Our season got canceled, but, you know, it, it, it's it's not, I don't want to, I mean, and I, I, I think we talked about this on the last podcast a little bit, but just all the factors that go into playing another year, you're not just playing lacrosse, you're, you're attending school for another year, which has financial implications, yep. you know, job implications, personal implications, you know, positive and negative, I'm assuming. Um, and so I think this was more of, the people that are declaring for the draft, so to speak, are simply just doing what they would have done if they had a season, you know, they're just kind of moving on with their life. Right. Um, but you know, I guess time will tell with the PLL and you know, it certainly was kind of a fun thing last year and they, they had their moments of looking like maybe this is the model or maybe this is going to be the, Finally, the real pro league that everybody's been hoping for. Um, But I think at this point it's still too small to say guys would leave college, especially if they're at Ivy league schools, getting a Ivy league education or, you know, the Uvas and ACC schools of the world being like, why would I do that? I, I, I won't, if lacrosse isn't going to set you up for life like it would in, in NBA or NFL. Right. So, um, you know, they're going to get their education. I don't think people leave college early to go throw lacrosse, uh, or at least the time being, you know, most few
0: happens. Yeah, no, I don't think so either, but it was just, you know, this is the first time probably ever that you even see a player. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to the draft, like pumped about it. Um, you know, mm-hmm. might, might be their first full-time job. Um, you know, they're getting paid to play the game, you know, they might not even get a desk job, you know, right away, you know. This is the first time that, you know, lacrosse has seen that. So it's just it's a I think it's a big step for the game. Um and, and cool to see, you know, that that it's happening. My my last topic for today, I don't know, you know, how or where you wanted to take it, but you know, small businesses but businesses in general are being affected you know by by what's going on um you know many of them negatively affected you know maybe a couple of businesses you know that could boom or you know benefit you know make products or drugs to help this situation but you know ne- you know businesses are being affected you know regardless one way or the other you know during this time um you know we're we've talked a little bit of business you know on this on this podcast it was definitely a, a topic that we wanted or want to cover. Um, you know, I guess I don't have a specific question, but you know, we're, we're kind of in the thick of things. You know, anything you guys want to talk about?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that we have it any worse off than, um, than anybody else. I think this whole situation has impacted everybody, no matter what, uh, business owner or not. Um, the big thing for me that at least personally that um, has been really hard with this is that, you know, when you think about small business owners, um, and and before I even go into that, you know, small businesses that's a very broad category, like technically, like by tax purposes. Yeah. a company of four of like four hundred people that makes, you know, Five hundred million dollars a year, or something. Else. I don't know what that's special, but I think it's actually I think it's like fifty million okay. in revenue. Yeah, it is still considered a small business according to like the like yeah, the, the big government. picture. Yeah. So like, you know, it's not small businesses in general that I'm worried about. It's more of what I would consider like micro businesses or like local community businesses.
0: Okay. Thirty
1: six then maybe falls into that category. Um, you know, local coffee shops, restaurants, bars, you know, things that, like, putting like revenue numbers aside, like businesses that they're not, like, they're not multinational corporations. They're serving a very small community of people. Uh, and, and they pick a culture of an area, of a neighborhood, um, and, and they make enough to have a sustainable business to make a nice living, but they're, they're serving a community in a certain way and offering something to a very small group of people but a very loyal group of people. Um, I think those are the businesses that are going to get hit the hardest because generally those are low margin businesses. Like a lot of the profits that those companies make, um, are invested back into the business, uh, to, to, you know, add on or grow or offer more services or or improve their services or add employees or, or whatever. Um, And and, uh, kind of the third thing is like, generally, those small businesses or those micro businesses in in the local communities are are run by people that have a passion for what they're doing and a passion for service of of their community. And so, like, to like, it's it's kind of a twofold thing. Like, not only are you, it's like this whole virus thing impacting them like financially because people can't like go and like sit at a restaurant or go play the crafts or whatever you're also telling these entrepreneurs who've put their life you know mission into these businesses that they can't go work
2: yeah i think that's a huge
1: point and, and that's and that's what like you know i say we because i, I don't want to speak for you guys but uh, for me personally like Uh, aside from my family coaching lacrosse and doing lacrosse stuff like is my life. And so I, I, I'm very, you know, we're very fortunate that we get to get paid to do that. Um, but like more so than like lost revenues or that sort of thing. It's like the one thing I love to do outside of like being with my family. I can't, I physically can't do it. Uh, And I think the same would be said of someone who runs a restaurant or a coffee shop. Like, they're built on these communities. And, like, I mean, I was talking to a local coffee shop owner the other day, and and she was saying the same thing of, like, being here and and serving the community is my my mission. It's my life's work. It's what I want to be doing. And these mandates now, for very good reasons, are not allowing people to go work that want to be working.
2: Right. Well, and I just think, too, like, for us, like, sports give such, like, like, they're a, they're a passionate thing, they're a community thing, they're a group thing. And so not only has, like, our work been taken away from us, but, like, that community kind of thing, that sport almost has really been taken away. Like, like I, I think I'm contradicting myself on a previous comment I made of, like, lacrosse hasn't you can still go out and play lacrosse. Like, lacrosse will always be there. But right now, I think for the three of us personally and the high school coaches specifically, it's like that the on-field, the act of coaching a group of of people. And for me, too, like teaching uh, group fitness and yoga, that it's like that those students in the room with you sharing that energy, us with our, our players sharing that energy at the facility and going and watching their games and and that kind of stuff is what i think we're all kind of grieving right now of that because you're right that it's it is so passionate not only for us but also the players so it's almost like this exchange, like yeah, yeah, you can go out and we're gonna give them the drills to do. They're gonna go out in their backyard and do it, and it's still somewhat of an exchange of the coaching aspect of it, like shared space and shared energy with that. That I think it's gonna be. That I think is the hardest part.
1: Yeah, it's um, you know, yeah, all those points, and you know, as far as as the financial side, I think. You know the nice thing is that there is some relief coming from the government. Whether businesses decide whether they want to use that or not, um, you know, it's not necessarily a handout. It's, it's a loan, um, and so businesses will have to decide for themselves. You know, if it's worth if it's worth pursuing or not pursuing. Um, and, and you know, I think, I guess, like, you know, life will go on and and businesses will come and go no matter no matter what i think we're going to see a lot of businesses go away during this time because it just they have like the business owners are just going to have to make a decision on if they want to cut their losses or if they want to fight through it um and and they may just feel like they're they're in a situation where they they have to cut their losses and move on yeah And, and we may see some businesses completely transform and grow and improve themselves through this time and and pivot and become better. So I think it's it's going to be a very case by case basis. Um, and you know, my only thing I guess, my on um, my soapbox or on my pedestal <laughs> moment is like you know if you see if you see a, you know if you or if you know a small business or a local business owner you know that you, you admire they've, they've added value to your life you know just it you know give them some. Patience and some compassion because it's it's tough and you know, nobody's ever going to feel sorry for a business owner. Um, we we enjoy a lot of benefits to doing that, um, but you know if you see if you see one out there, or, you know it, it, whatever, just um, you know have some have some patience and some compassion. It will go a long way, um, and and that's kind of kind of where I'm at with it.
2: I think the test too of like we were saying like which kids are going to come out tough with the mental toughness and the physical toughness, it's like which of these small businesses are really going to just stay resilient and like keep on the path of like, yeah, it's going to get really hard. It might get really rocky, but it also could be a really great opportunity too. So like maybe just stick it out and like stick to their guns and maybe struggle a little bit more, like kind of as a business owner, it's like we, we know that already, (laughs) like the beginning was a struggle too. So it's like, that's no news to us of, you know, kind of having to put your nose to the grindstone and figure it out, that it's like this is the time too that really I feel like the, the strongest will survive and which ones are going to be the ones that are going to be sitting sitting back and be like, oh, woe well, is me, nothing's going to happen, and which ones are the ones that are going to come out ahead?
1: I have kind of one last thing sure. here um, to try to, you know, we can talk theory and we can talk emotions and um, feelings, and that's all good. I think it, it matters. But I do want to leave our listeners with something tactical. Um, and so I made a list of five things that you can do right now, even though the season is not officially started and we can't be around each other, but five things that you can do to get better um, right now, today.
2: Yeah, let's hear it. Number one. So
1: the first, well, number of, five. Some of them are very... Uh, some of them are very obvious, um, but I think I have a couple that aren't so obvious. So the uh, first one, stay in shape. Yep. I think that's obvious. You can run hills, you can run distances, you can do body weight shake, and you can do agility. And all four of those things require no resources. I guess you, if you want to run a hill, you need a yeah, hill. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sure you could.
2: I think you could find. You one. could
1: find. I'm, you could find, probably find a hill within a mile of your house. I yeah. Would. And if you don't have that, then, then you can do the other three. Right. Um, and so staying in shape, however, whatever that means to you, you don't need to have like, the, the weight room open to stay in shape. Um, you can do push-ups and sit-ups. There's a lot of things that you can do. Um, I like to say that,
2: push-ups and sit-ups that, are, are very effective. That's why they've been around for so long.
1: Yep, yeah, Exactly. <laughs> uh, number two, something we talk about a lot is watching film. Yep. Um, whether that's film of, of your old games from last year, whether that's college film, um, I've been watching actually old lacrosse games from like way back, like oh, yeah. in the like late eighties, nineties, early 2000s, Um, and, and YouTube, there's a plenty of it to watch. Like you could watch if you get if we're out of lacrosse for a month, you could probably you probably still wouldn't get through all the games on YouTube. Oh, yeah. And so you can – there's two ways that I think a person can improve by watching film. I think one is to watch, like, systematically and IQ-wise of, like, watching where guys move and and how do they shoot that shot or, you know, where do they pass the ball or how do they fly, like, just kind of X's and O's. Yep. Um, But the other thing, which I think is a little bit easier and might actually make – more sense for individual players trying to improve it, is to watch and emulate certain players.
2: Mm.
1: And so while you're, while you're watching, you know, if you can search for players that you admire and watch their game, then great. If you don't know or you don't have anybody watch a game and find somebody that you like that you want to be like and watch them throughout the game.
2: This yeah, um, you might you might get to this, but watch themselves too. I thought that's where you were going to go with that of like watch hyper focus on themselves and you know maybe pick up on mistakes or pick up things that they did well to improve on even more. Of like, oh, I've scored twice with that dodge. Like maybe that's going to be my thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, and yeah. So like I, I did say at the beginning, like you can certainly watch your whole game yeah. of yourself or your your team. Um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, last season there was one winner and a bunch of teams tied to last. So yeah, um, yeah. Fire, Lake, Fire Lake is really the only winner from the past year. Yep. Um, and I'm sure they have plenty of things that they want to improve on. Yep. Um, and so everybody has something to get better at. But even if you don't have access to your own game film or maybe you're a younger player that, like, is coming up in the high school ranks right. and you don't have film, you know, watch. I would like say go watch and emulate certain players from college or pro and, and just study like their footwork, their moves. Like, where do they dodge from? How do they? How do they generate shots? Or like, how do they cover uh, certain players or, or what, whatever it is? You know, for goalies, like, what does their stance look like? How are they stepping? Like, all those little things yeah. that you can pick up. And it's like sometimes that stuff is is. Um, like I don't have time for that, you know, like during the course of yeah. the season. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like you're, you're lifting, you're playing or you whatever. Know, but guess what? We have a lot of time. We have a lot of time, right? So now. this <laughs> is the time this is the time to do it. Um so so watching watching any type of lacrosse film that you can. Um, number three is again very probably obvious, it's fundamentals. Individual yep. fundamentals. Wall ball, rebounder, shooting, uh foot like defenses kind of Skills or whatever, goalie stance, stepping, all that kind of stuff. Uh, the other thing is stick tricks. Uh, it may it may look silly, but it's, again, it's something to challenge yourself with. because yeah. If you don't if you don't normally do stick tricks, then you probably are going to be pretty bad at it to start. It gives you something to like try to improve on and keep you engaged. Yeah. But it's actually funny how. The more stick tricks you learn, like, the better your stick skills become, even though you wouldn't use any of that stuff maybe in a game. Uh, it just helps you understand the stick, and it makes it become an extension of your body, which is really what you want. Uh,
2: yeah, that's um, a good point.
1: Stick tricks, you can look them, work them up online. It keeps it fun. It keeps it fresh instead of just necessarily doing 50 right, 50 left yeah. on the wall. Like, it's it's something a little bit it makes different. it up a little bit, yeah. And so the next two, I think, are a little less obvious. Okay. Um, num- number four, yoga. Yeah. And two reasons. Yoga, the flexibility, one of the big things with this sort of un- unforeseen break that everybody's having is maybe they were in hardcore off-season programs or they were working really hard in their, like, on their own to get ready for the season, and now they're sitting around. Flexibility is going to be – huge hum that start of the season for injury prevention and just for mobility yep. and if you can't run you can't move um, and, and you could and get hurt this year if we play and you, you get hurt you're done for the yeah. year. There's yeah. no coming back so um, So flexibility but more and kind of more not so obvious with yoga is the mindset stuff mm-hmm. um, the state of meditation I'm not saying anybody has to you know has to pray to any specific god or goddesses or sun gods or or whatever i know yoga is big on some of that stuff but it's more of the the stillness and the calming of a practice that i'm sure katie you could go do a whole episode on this yeah but it's that time to yourself to visualize and and put yourself in a position of you know controlling what you can control and not letting it affect you know, your habits and your discipline. So I think there's some mindset piece that a a lot of young people maybe don't do. Right. Um, And and even myself, like, I'm terrible at, like, like trying to myself to fake and to, like, clear my head. And I know yoga is one of the easiest ways and simplest ways to do that sort of meditation practice.
2: Yeah. And in that they could do, like, sports visualization, You know, like, a little goes a long way. I've heard even, like, the pro athletes, they're, like, visualize yourself throwing the pass, catching the pass, shooting the ball, scoring the ball, saving the ball, whatever it is that, like, you got to, like, visualize yourself winning the game, winning state, playing an opponent, beating, like, stuff like that that they really say makes a big difference.
1: For sure, for sure. And the last one... It's probably the least obvious, but it the, the coronavirus could have saved lacrosse for, for years to come. Number five, how so? learn how to string your own stick. Yeah,
2: yeah, there it is. <laughs>
1: yeah. Everybody can learn how to string their own stick because they're stuck inside and they can't be with anybody. That's what stick stringing is. It's a lonely, lonely place.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: a, it's you're by yourself. You're by yourself. You and your stick and a bunch of supplies. And you got to figure out this thing. Watching the videos. There's plenty, there's plenty of stuff on YouTube. There, you guys are all connecting via Zoom or FaceTime or whatever. Have your stick doctor from your team, the guy who you hand all your sticks to all the time, Like, get on a Zoom call and walk you through it.
2: You can always I order something that, online, but, still too. Pretty sure supplies. Are, it might take it, a while, it, but
1: yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like, what a perfect opportunity of like an individual thing and, to add value to your life and to your to your sport um, that you that it, it requires, and it, it's like the perfect social distancing think. Yeah, yeah, it <laughs> is. and it goes so it, it would go such a long way. You know, obviously, the guys that are getting paid to string sticks might not like it. But, you know, at the same time, it's like they kind of get annoyed having 12 sticks handed to them in the middle of a game. It's like, yeah. I don't want to be doing this right now. Right. So, like, learning how to string your own stick, like, for the just, uh, just like, the functionality of, like, being able to do it yourself is great. Like, okay, I, I broke my stick. I got to get one restringed before tomorrow's game. You don't have to work. You don't have to rely on anybody else. You can just get it done yourself. Right. So like even at face value, like that is great. But I think once you learn how to strain a stick, you understand how a stick works and you start to have a little bit more understanding of like how the pocket works and how the shooters work and like what kind of stick, what kind of stick you want. And like, you'll start to figure out like what works best for you and you may you may like string something up and mess with it a little bit and realize like, man, like I'm way better using this type of pocket or this type of stringing. And like, you could really improve your game just by learning how to string your stick. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, in, even without doing any physical activity, your game yeah. can improve yeah. because <laughs> you took the whip out or you took the big bag out or, you know, you, you actually have a pocket valve or yeah. having tennis racket. Like, I actually just got you know, an email so, like, from a
2: parent of like, Oh, she got her stick restrung, and the pocket isn't on the bottom. It's up at the top, and she thinks it's all wrong, and she doesn't like it. She's like, what do we do? And I was like, well, that's actually exactly where the pocket on a girl stick should go, and the sticks you get at the store are all strung incorrectly, and there shouldn't be a pocket on the bottom. You should catch the ball in the middle of the head as opposed to, like, right at the bottom of the base. And she uh, she hasn't replied yes. yet actually, because I think it was not the answer yes. she wanted to hear. She wanted to be go back yeah. in and be like, this is wrong, but you're right. It can little zero exercise. In fact sitting around can change so much about about a stick in a game. You're right.
1: So that, those are my five things. Game shape, watch film, fundamentals, yoga and where how to spring a stick. Um and maybe we got to get Goltz or somebody on to do like a, like an online, like live video of him stringing a stick and like walking everybody through it. Yeah. Goltz right. um, or that might be a Yeah. Oh, Air would be good too. Oh, so like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we uh, yeah, we'll figure something out. Yeah, that'd be a good but, one. Like just learning, how, right. Like that's such a like easy, like no skill required. You know, you just got to have to commit to a few hours of, of watching YouTube videos. And like the first time you do it, it's going to suck. Um, But then, you know, again, no time like the present of having four weeks of no lacrosse um, and no allowing you to be with your friends to learn, you know, you got all the time in the world and to to learn how to string your stick. And, And I'll give you parting words, a double whammy. You could do number two, watch film and number five. Stringing sticks at the same time. Unless if you're, if you need the video
2: have, of watching the stringing video.
1: True, true. I mean, they you have can more pull than one. But device. once you get good, once you yeah. get good at oh, it. Oh,
2: for sure. But they have more than one device. You can put the film on your computer yeah. and the, the video on your phone.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, or you know, smart TVs. You can pull up YouTube on smart yeah. TVs yeah. and you know, yeah. use, no, your, for use sure. your device. Yeah, double, so The double whammy. Yeah. So, like, if you're like, well, no, I don't really have that much time, like, I have all these other things I'm doing, okay, well then, watch film and string your stick while you're sitting in, like, a downward dog or something like that. (laughs) And that's pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, And so, anyway, those are my five, like, just to, you know, continue to be tactical and not, you know, not go over the top, like, you can still get better during this time, and we've been preaching that, you know, you don't need... Your captain's
2: practices
1: and you don't need organized practice, you don't need thirty six and you don't
2: need, you know, the weight room to get
0: better at the cross. Right. Perfect. I think that's a good spot to wrap things up.
2: I like it. Maybe we'll do a yoga live, a thirty six team thirty six yoga.
0: Yeah, I think we're we're gonna have to schedule a team thirty six yoga and a team thirty six learn how to string your stick. Yep. So um that's I'm gonna write good. those two down and and uh, we're gonna get that added to the schedule.
1: All right,
0: that sounds good to me. All right, talk to you guys next week.